Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode 55, Inner Warrior, Inner Bitch. Thank you so much for joining me today, October 1st, 2021. It's sweater weather. Scent of the day is ginger orange to get me in the feel for fall. If you'd like to learn more about me, go to wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. And pop in your earbuds, put your car radio on, and listen to me, this podcast, anywhere you love to listen to your podcasts. Podbean, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google, Amazon, anywhere you listen to those podcasts. Today is your inner warrior, your inner bitch. A little powerful, right? I like to say that word, bitch. For some reason, it makes me feel, I don't know, a little on edge, maybe a little nasty, a little rough. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to decipher between what's your inner warrior and what's your inner bitch. They really go hand in hand, in my opinion. But before I really get into what I consider your inner warrior and your inner bitch, let's talk a little bit about the dialogues that we have with ourselves, your inner dialogues and your inner monologues. Are you wondering what that means? Well, let me help you a little bit. So your inner monologue is that voice you hear inside your head, the one where you kind of talk to yourself when you're working through something or just working around the house and saying to yourself in your head, I think I'm going to go clean the bathroom. Or when you're driving and you're reading signs and you hear them out loud in your head, you hear your voice talking to yourself. That's your inner monologue. Just like in theater, a monologue is when someone does a piece where they're acting all by themselves. A monologue. So that is you interacting with yourself your inner voice. Your inner dialogue is a dialogue. A dialogue means you having a conversation with one or two or three or other people. It's a dialogue between yourself and others. Have you ever gone for a job interview? And in your head, you prepare yourself for that job interview. You imagine the person who's interviewing you and what questions they could ask you. And you respond. You are presenting this inner dialogue in your head to help you prepare. Or what if you're having conflicts with a friend and you just don't know how to express it? So you work on it in your head. You have that inner dialogue between you and that person, trying to give yourself the confidence to tell them how you feel, what's been bothering you about a situation you might have been in. Or even just something happened and you didn't speak your mind and you really want to go back and talk to someone about it or a group of people, you practice that inner dialogue. So it's all about your inner voice, your inner voice interacting with others, or your inner voice just interacting with yourself. Now, if these voices in your head become intrusive, that they limit your functioning, that you're hearing them all day when it's not a conscious effort, 
please seek out help. Find a qualified professional that can help you with your mental health. But for those of us that have that inner voice that is just when we summon it, let's talk a little bit about that. That inner voice helps us create our inner warrior. So to imagine our inner warrior for a minute, I want you to think if you know of yoga or you've heard of yoga, there's the warrior pose. Hands together, your one foot resting on your knee, on your other leg. It's a warrior pose. It's, it's a pose of strength, a pose of confidence, of inner confidence, inner self-esteem. It's how you think and present yourself to others, that inner warrior. We're constantly working on our inner warrior in our lives. We're always evolving. Nobody, I don't care if it's a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a college professor, somebody who's an engineer and thinks they know everything about their field. They're always evolving. They're always learning because things are always changing. And that's how we have to look at ourselves, to not be so hard on ourselves, because we are growing and changing every day. There's something that happens in each of your days that we learn from, that we grow from, or we may have setbacks from. And that's where our inner warrior kicks in, that inner voice. What do we tell ourselves? How do we talk to ourselves? If you're somebody who tends to have negative self-talk, it's time to work on it. It's time to build your inner warrior. That negative self-talk can be so detrimental. Why? Because it's not coming from anybody else but ourselves. And that's the most powerful voice, is our own voice. And so if we beat ourselves up or we're constantly putting ourselves down, that inner voice it slowly beats us down. It makes us weak. It makes us with a lack of energy and the lack to fight. So if you are that person who's just feeling like you're beating yourself down with that inner voice, it's time to think about why. Why are you being negative to yourself? Do you really want to sit in that negativity? Do you want to feel down? Do you want to not feel good about yourself? I don't think so. I don't think anybody wants to feel that way. And that's part of mental health is always trying to pull ourselves out. We all will have those times where that inner voice will be mean to us. It'll be that little bully in our heads. We all have it. But what fights it is our inner warrior. If you could think of that yoga pose, and if you don't know what the warrior pose is, look it up. Get a vision of that warrior pose to internalize that warrior in you. And so when you start feeling that inner voice beat you up, be that bully, it's time to summon your inner warrior, to bring it back out, to give yourself that self-positive talk, to help with your self-esteem and your self-confidence. The reality is external forces will always make us feel certain ways. But the power lies within ourselves, that inner voice. Bullies are bad. Bullies are mean. Bullies usually are bullies because there's something within themselves that feels weak. So when we have that bully in our inner voice, it's because we're feeling weak. 
and we need to dig deep and find that warrior. Think of what a warrior is. Envision a warrior in your head. They're powerful. They know how to fight. They know how to stand up for themselves. You want to be that warrior. That's your ultimate goal. No matter what the ups and downs are, the rolling hills in our lives of of the peaks and the valleys, we need to summon that warrior. And sometimes our warrior is always there with us. Sometimes we're just always ready. We've found that strength. But in those times of weakness, the inner warrior can help us to build ourselves back. So your inner warrior is really all about you and how you perceive yourself, how you think of yourself, how you think you cope, how you think you deal, how you have your body image, how you see it. So what's an inner bitch? Why do I have inner warrior, inner bitch? Well, there's many definitions for a bitch. And a bitch can refer to a male or female, even though the word has a feminine connotation. If you look it up, it says a bitch can refer to a male or female. Now, I'm not talking about the nasty, inappropriate, mean bitch. I'm talking about the bitch who knows how to fight. The bitch who knows how to stand up for yourself. The bitch who knows how to say no when you don't want to do something. The bitch who is aware when someone is trying to manipulate them. You see, your inner bitch is your inner power. It's where you start to separate yourself from the crowd. Where you know you're different than everybody else. And you know why. And you know what makes you special. You know what your inner self feels about your inner bitch. Not that they're mean. Not that they're nasty. But that they're power. And finding your inner bitch is so much harder than finding your inner warrior. Because the inner warrior is that voice between you, yourself, and I. And it's hard to find that inner warrior when you're struggling. But when it comes to the inner bitch, it usually means it's like that dialogue. It's you and someone else, or you and others. And it's so much harder when we have to stand up for ourselves to others. It just is. We get nervous. Our palms start to sweat. Our heart starts to race. We're afraid that if we start to tell someone how we feel, they'll they'll change it around and start to make you feel like you were the one who was in the wrong. It's really hard to find that inner bitch. Now, I'm sounding confident to you. I'm sounding like... I'm firm in that inner bitch. Well, I am. She wavers sometimes, but I'm firm in it. But let me tell you, I am 54 years old, and it took a long time for me to find that inner bitch. It's hard. We're not made that way. We're kind of made to follow the crowd, to do what everybody else is doing. And we do. We follow the crowds. We do what everybody else is doing. And then afterwards, that inner monologue beats ourselves up for it. Because we didn't stand up for ourselves. Or we didn't say, no, I don't want to do that. I don't like doing sports. 
I don't want to go with you. You're going out with couples. I don't like going out with couples. Finding that way to not follow the crowd. Now, I know you all know that person when you, if you're in school right now or when you're in school or even at work or maybe even in a friend group. There's always that one person who stands out, who's a little different, who doesn't wear the clothes that everybody else wears, who maybe wears bright clothes, who wears their hair whatever way they choose, who doesn't do what everybody else does. Because why? They found their inner bitch. They found really where their comfort was with themselves. And they got to the point where, and you can be young, just because I said I'm 54 and took me a long time, that doesn't mean you can't find your inner bitch at a much younger age. But it's someone who knows who they are. And to be honest, I always heard about that as I was growing up. Knowing who you are. I know you've heard that. Like, do you know who you are? Do you really know who you are? Well, you think you know who you are. But as I got older, and I will pinpoint it as my 40s. So you youngins out there, you have time. But if you're past or in your 40s, I think you'll be able to relate. You start to really get to know yourself better. Yeah, it took almost 40 years to figure out who you were what you want, what you really want. I mean, separate from going to school, now I go to college, I have to pick a major, and just following that generic path. As you become older, you know who you are. But here's where the problem kind of surfaces. You know who you are. You're still getting to know yourself. You'll be evolving to the day of your last breath. But you're getting to know who you are better. But now you feel trapped because how do I be true to myself? How do I stand out from others? How do I separate myself from the crowd? Not because I want to be different, but because I want to be true to myself. Because I don't want to do things I don't want to do. And I don't want to go along with something if I don't agree with it. And if somebody hurts me, I don't want to just fall into their trap and walk away. I want to be able to say, you hurt me. You've hurt my feelings. You've taken advantage of me. Sounds kind of easy as I'm saying it, but it's not. It's hard to find that inner bitch, especially if you are a very kind, very sincere, very good person. You don't talk about people. You don't go behind people's backs. You always are looking for the good in people and pushing aside the negative you see about them. And that's really positive. Don't change that. That's who you are. But unfortunately, there's the vultures out there. There's the people who see you don't have that strong inner bitch in you. And they pounce. And they take advantage. And even though they know they're hurting you, they tell themselves they're not hurting you, that it's for the bet all the better good of everybody else. So just because I want you to realize, just because you might be that good, sweet, kind, honest person, 
doesn't mean you can't have an inner bitch. Remember, the inner bitch is not a nasty person. It's not a mean person. It's the person inside of you. Like you saw that inner warrior, right? That inner warrior who talks to yourself, who tells you to be strong, who tells you you're okay. The inner bitch is the same. It's just you interacting with others and being able to verbalize your feelings. There are a lot of people out there who see people as the ones that they can take advantage of. And it sucks when you're that person because it hurts when you know that they think that you may be the weak link. Nobody wants to be considered a weak link. But unfortunately, there are those real bitches out there, like the term, the nasty bitches, who feel like they have this false power inside themselves. And they can get their group to do whatever they want their group to do. And, and they can say whatever they say. And, and they find the weak ones. And they know they can manipulate that weak one. It's not somebody that you really want to be around. But sometimes it's unavoidable, right? I mean, in work, you can't, if somebody's a nasty old bitch, they're there and you work with them and you got to cope with them. Do you let them take advantage of you? Do you let them take um, credit for something that was your idea? I hope you say no. And I hope over time you work through it and find that bitch in you that says, wait a minute. That was my idea. Remember when you and I were talking at that business meeting? It was my idea. Now, let me tell you about my idea. That person will be shocked. That person won't know what hit them because you've called them at their game. Unfortunately, there are just people like that in this world. And if you are listening to me and you are one of those people, I think you really need to reevaluate. How do you really want to be? Are you just about getting your way all the time? Not caring if you're mean to people? Stepping over people just to get to the top? Or to get a situation to turn out your way? If you are that person, and though I highly doubt that anybody who would be listening to this podcast about mental health and self-improvement would be in that place right now, but if you are, you really need to evaluate. How do you want your legacy to be? How do you really want people to view you? Because yes, stepping over people to get your way to the top will get you there, but will it keep you there? That's a thought for you. Will it keep you at the top? Will those negative, nasty, manipulative ways keep you there? I highly doubt it. Eventually, things will begin to fail. People will rise against you. So if you have that nasty habit about yourself, it's time to work on it. Doesn't mean you are unworkable and that you can't change. The biggest part of change is identifying that you need to change. Just like if you're that person who people take advantage of and manipulate. You can still be kind, you can still be sweet, but you don't have to let people manipulate you. One of the biggest words I think in finding your inner Bitch is the way to say no. No, a simple two-letter word. And oh.
I know you're saying it. You're listening. But you know you're thinking what I'm thinking. It's hard to say no. Especially when everybody else is saying yes. It's hard to say no. But you can do it. I know you can. It took me a long time to learn how to say no. I will admit when I would say no in the beginning, finding that inner bitch, I had FOMO. I had the fear of what am I missing out on? I don't want to miss out on things. So then I'd have this whole guilt process. Well, I really should have went because I'm going to miss out on everything, but I really didn't want to go and I really didn't want, I don't, I'm not interested in that and it's not anything I wanted to do. You have this like tug of war with inside yourself. So when I first started saying no to things I really didn't want to do or I really didn't agree with, I always had that tug of war. Maybe I should have just said yes. Maybe I should have just went along with the crowd. Then I wouldn't have FOMO, that fear of missing out. I don't care anymore. And honestly, that's a beautiful thing to say, is that I don't care anymore. Because love me or leave me. That inner bitch in me is kind. She's not nasty. She's not mean. But she's assertive. And she says and does only what she wants to do. So I am able to say no. And that's your goal, is to be able to say no. And to be able to disagree. It's very hard in today's world. Most of our conversations are through texting. Now, you know as well as I know that the written word can be perceived in different ways by different people. So you may be texting something very assertively, but yet someone finds it aggressive because of what's going on within themselves. Maybe they're the one who's trying to get their way or the manipulator. and You're calling them on their shit. So they may see your texting as aggressive. Now, I'm a culprit. I'm in the texting. Why texting? Because it's easier. Let's face it. Texting is easier than telling someone either verbally or face-to-face that you're pissed off at them, that you think they suck, that they just shit on your head and you don't like it. It's kind of easier to do that written word, type it out, see it on the screen and hit send. It's easier. But that sucks because that doesn't help us as much to build our inner bitch. Because then when we're just able to do a typing, what happens when you're face-to-face? Or when that person calls you on the phone or Zooms you or FaceTimes you? Then you kind of back down and go back into your shell because you don't know how to express yourself other than words on a screen. So if, if you are kind of half there where you do say no and you do say how you feel, but you don't do it in person, it's time to take that next step. Because when you're at work, when you're in a group of people, when you're out socializing, there's going to be times where you need to find that inner bitch. Okay? And you need to stand up for yourself and express if you think that people are doing something wrong, if you feel that they're not being nice, whatever it is, you find that inner bitch. So if you started where you're able to do that with writing, it's time to move on to the in-person.
if you feel uncomfortable and you really just feel that you don't have the strength, well then start out with the written word. Knowing that it may be misperceived, because it can be. I've gotten pretty good with the written word. Um, here's one way that I think can help you in expressing yourself to others through texting, letters, emails. Always read it a few times before you hit send. Read it out loud before you hit send. When you read it out loud, you really hear it. And you can hear if you're coming off kind of nasty because that's not your intent because that's not who you are. Or you can hear that you're getting to the point. You're telling the person how you feel. Read it. Listen to it. And when you know that you have to speak up for yourself and you have to say to somebody, hey, can we meet for coffee? I really need to talk to you. Use that inner dialogue to prepare for it. Role play in your head how you're going to tell this person. You know, I'm really tired of you always talking to me about our friend. It puts me in an awkward place. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't feel the same way. I'm not somebody who talks about other people. Do the dialogue. Role play with it in your head. Now, when you sit in front of that person having a cup of coffee, it's not going to go exactly like that because now you have the way they perceive it coming back at you. But it helps you prepare. These are your coping skills. This is all internal coping skills. There are many coping skills out there that we do, like art and listening to music and hiking and going through nature and doing all those kind of things. Those are external, external coping skills. The inner dialogue, the inner monologue, your warrior, your bitch, is all your own coping skills. That's all you and within your power. The beauty of podcasting, I had to pause it because my dog was showing me her inner power because she was getting frustrated sitting here with me. So she jumped down, her little nails were on the floor and I could hear them and I just kind of stared at her and she got the point to jump back on the couch to be quiet. So she was expressing herself to me that she was getting annoyed being in this room. She's got her little inner bitch, even if she's a puppy. So, do you, can you envision now your inner warrior, your inner bitch? Do you see it? Find it. It's there. There's nothing worse to, than feeling that someone has taken advantage of you. Now, if it's a stranger, it bothers you, of course. But if it's someone close to you, it hurts even more. And it's all on them. It's all their shit. It's their nastiness. It's their manipulative behavior. But that doesn't change how you feel about it. And the power that you have is that coping skill. Now, in the midst of it, you may back down. You may let it happen, and you may say, after fact, I'm mad at myself. You'll, you may cry because you're so upset with yourself that you didn't really say what you felt. And that's okay. We're only human. Like I said, we're a work in progress to the day we take our last breath. That doesn't mean you can't say to that person, can we talk? 
that was a hard thing for me to do because I then had this inner struggle where we were in a social situation and somebody said something that bothered me. And I really let it pass, let it go by, just nod in my head, yes, whatever I did at the time. There's so many that I couldn't even pinpoint one because, again, life is always evolving and changing. But the parts that I always remember is I come home or in the drive home in my car by myself, I'm pissed at myself. Like, why the hell didn't I say something? Why did I just let them manipulate me that way? Why did they let, let them say something that really pissed me off and I didn't say anything back? And so this process happens where I go home and that inner monologue, me, myself, and I, starts beating myself up. And I have to start let the inner warrior come out and say, okay, so it happens. How can you hold your head up again and your shoulders up again? Through my self-talk, my inner warrior self-talk. And then I summon my inner bitch. And the next morning, I call that person up and I tell them how I felt. Now, usually people try to get out of what they said or did that you perceive to be wrong. It's hard for people to say they're sorry. It's hard for people to acknowledge they did something wrong. So you must be prepared for that. But in that inner monologue the night before, I prepare myself for that. So I have the comeback because there's nothing worse than knowing someone took advantage of you, then asking them to meet and talk about it, and somehow they turned it around on you again. So this is all part of finding that strength within yourself that coping skills within yourself. Right now, wherever you are, except if you're driving a car, that rhymed, wherever you are, except if you're driving a car, I want you to close your eyes for a second. See your inner warrior. What does he or she or they or them look like? See your inner warrior. What does she, he, they, or them look like? When you are feeling like that inner warrior in you is weak, envision what you're seeing right now. That warrior pose. That strength. That honor of who you are. Honoring yourself, but taking care of yourself. Do you see your inner warrior? I want you to call on that vision if you're someone who needs to work on that warrior or your warrior got a little weak in your head and you need to pull yourself back up. Summon that vision of your inner warrior. See it in your mind's eye. It's yours. It's your power. It's there for the taking. You just have to utilize it. Now your inner bitch Male or female, they or them. How do you see your inner bitch? What do they look like? Do they have armor on? Are they casual looking? Do they have a different look on their face than you normally would have? How do you see your inner bitch? Your power. Your strength. To stand up for yourself.
to be true to you, to never let people manipulate you, take power or control over you, to hurt you. People will hurt us. It's how we respond to that hurt. Do we let it break us down or do we take that power and stand up for ourselves? It's hard. I'm not saying you're going to listen to this podcast and tomorrow, there's your inner bitch. It's not going to happen. You have to find it first. You have to see in your mind's eye what that inner bitch looks like. Envision yourself with that strength, with that power, how you can tell someone how you feel appropriately. Not nasty, not rude, but appropriately to get your point across. Now, something you will always have to expect or be aware of, there are people out there who just don't grow, who don't change emotionally or mentally. They kind of stay stuck. And no matter how appropriate you are, showing your inner bitch and expressing yourselves, they may just not get it because they haven't evolved enough. And that's when you have to know when to walk away. It's hard to walk away. But it's more important to walk away from them than to walk away from yourself and be true to who you are. Because no matter where you are, you are always with yourself. You can eliminate that toxic person, that manipulator, that person who's always trying to control you. You can eliminate them from your lives. But you will always be with yourself. You, your I, will always be there. Use it as a coping skill. Use it as your superpower. Your shield, your armor, your superhero uniform. However you want to envision your super inner bitch. And your warrior too. Your warrior's a little softer, a little more quiet because it's just within you. Find your inner warrior. Find your inner bitch. I would love if you listen to this podcast to leave me some comments. How do you see your inner warrior? How do you envision it? How do you envision your inner bitch? Or just send me a note on how you are trying to find that or a situation where your inner bitch just worked perfectly for you. Or how your inner warrior is starting to use that self-talk to build back up your self-esteem and your self-image. I would love to hear from you. It gives me a little bit of way of feeling more in touch than to you other than speaking to this microphone and the machines that are here. But it lets me know how this podcast has gotten you thinking. Hopefully soon I'm going to have some merchandise that I will be giving out to those who do comment on my podcast, sending them to you. So I'm starting with send me a note. Make a comment on your podcast. No matter where you listen to it, there's always a place to make a comment about the podcast. So let's hear it for our inner warrior, our inner bitch. They're there for your taking to use as your superpower, as your coping skills, as your secret way to rise above it all, to be better, to be you, 
to be true to you. Remember to go out and explore all the wide open spaces in your world, within yourself, within your external environment. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Thank you for joining me for episode 55, Inner Warrior, Inner Bitch. And until next week, my friends, enjoy October. It's October 1st and fall, and I will see you next week. Ciao.